If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. So you're listening to the Armstrong and Getty show through the podcast, but what you're doing is you're stealing from what you're oh, doing. Why, why do you? Why, is you're coming why, to my why? home, knocking food why? out of my kids' mouths. That's what you're doing. He's unstable, my friends. Don't listen to him. But this is the week we're raising money for Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Instead of giving us money for the podcast, how about you give money to the Warrior Foundation Freedom Station? Oh my gosh, the work they do, soldiers, sailors, Marines, uh, a lot of whom have been terribly injured. Some PTSD, some traumatic brain injury, and when they need it the most, when they could fall through the cracks and become a statistic or or their lives just fall apart, Warrior Foundation Freedom Station is there to save them. And it's all volunteer. Over 94% of the money goes directly to the guys. I mean, their overhead is tiny. We got a goal of 300000 this week. Go to armstrongandgetty.com to donate. armstrongandgetty.com. <laughs> Uncle Sam, I want to know what you're doing with tax money. Where was that when I said that? They're loco. I kind of was a leafy. So, are we just going to make up rules as we go along? Show some R E S P I C T. Anyway, Owen, to tell you this I'm going to start at an 11. I'm going to take it to about a 15 real quick. Who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. I, I equate toughness with moral fiber, with character, with principle. I give you America itself. This is Ed McMahon. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. 
Viva from Studio C. Say, senor. We are in a dimly lit room and deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And hey, everybody, Tuesday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. The temporary truce surrounding the passing of George H.W. Bush, which is rapidly crumbling. Okay. You'll explain that at some point, I suppose. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just everybody's making nice and being honorable and honoring and, and, and you know, and nonpartisan and the rest of it. And the knives are back out. They're never far away. I haven't seen that. Um, we're 21 days till Christmas. It's closing in on me. I see it out of the corner of my eye. Christmas Season of joy. Christmas, Christmas is sneaking up on me. You see the joy out of the corner of your eye. Is that what I'm seeing? Yes. Joy, is it? Oh, 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 oh. Last year, Santa delivered to my youngest son a go-kart. Wow. Uh, and it turned out to be a piece of crap. Oh, boy. Absolute piece of crap. I did so much research. I mean, just, I spent hours trying to find something that wouldn't be a piece of crap. And then mail that to Santa? <laughs> and then it still ended up being a piece of crap that he got to use in the last year a total of maybe 30 minutes. Oh even boy. with a professional mechanic involved. Oh, boy. It's just a piece what? of junk. That sounds like it. Which I mentioned to the company, but I just had to let it go because there's nothing you can do when that happens other than just move on with your life or you'll be mad forever. I mean, they don't care. They sell crap. Wow. A lot of places sell crap. There aren't that many moving parts. But anyway, going to try to fix that this year around. and uh, Formula One race car. Try to figure out how do you get a, a go-kart that's not a piece of crap. God, it was so disappointing. You have some 65-year-old retired mechanic build one for you. That's probably the way to go. Some grizzled old guy will never get the grease out from under his fingernails. If you've got a guy who's been... Like my father-in-law, God rest his soul. If you've got a guy who's been the head of a mechanic shop working on your kid's go-kart and can't get it going, it is a piece of crap. (sighs) Or keep it going, anyway. It's it's hardly a go-kart at all. It's a collection of parts shaped like a go-kart. If it won't go, it's merely a cart. You can't sell stuff like that to little kids who are excited about Christmas. I mean, that's an evil thing to do. You might as well kick Santa in his sack. (laughs) You know? Um, Anyway, I'm trying to fix that this year, and and I see Christmas closing in on me. Um, Let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start over. Maybe you have a similar situation with your children. Um, There's. uh, Let's introduce everybody, including our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? Uh, Pretty good. Make your own breakfast this morning instead of going and buying something and donate to the Warrior Foundation. Awesome. Good idea. That's a good one. Skip your $8 cup of coffee at uh, Starbucks and uh, donate. Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Get the name right. It's not like the similarly named one. Are we Very not, different in every way. Is there a reason why we're just not saying the other one? I don't know. There's no no. There is an organization it. called Wounded Warriors. Do some Wounded res- Warrior Project. Do some research on them. You don't want to give your money to them. Right. At all. This is not the same thing. Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Yeah, this place is absolutely fantastic, and how they use their money, which we'll be talking about throughout the morning. There is Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Uh, Going to share with you a story, and I admit, I don't, I don't know like what 20% of these things are, but I will identify them as, as we go. So DeepMind, I know what that is. That's the AI software that Google has made that has beaten uh, humans at chess and the more complicated game Go. It is now taking uh, its a hack at folding proteins. I have no idea what this is. <laughs> okay. But it has been entered into some sort of folding proteins uh, Olympics that attracts research groups around the world. 
It won the competition. It predicted the most accurate structure uh, for 25 out of the 43 proteins. I don't know what that means, but I do know that the second-place team comprised of humans got three of the 43 right. Mm. And as usual, I wasn't paying attention to the statistic because I didn't know what it was. <laughs> How many did the computer get right? 25 out of 43. Okay. Man, the humans, the got, humans three. got three. It doesn't, That's a drubbing. It doesn't surprise me. That it t- it kind of surprised me that it took so long for a computer to be able to beat a human being at chess. Um, uh, so that doesn't scare me that much. Now that they got computers that are getting closer to can like, uh, you know, fold laundry and put it away. That's where I think or proteins, <laughs> put them away. <laughs> right. Yeah. By I the left way, these proteins in the living room. By the way, I've never heard of this game go. That's. Oh yeah. Yeah. We, some of us talked about it, uh, when the computer first beat it. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's it go is to chess as chess is to checkers in terms of the complexity as it scales. I don't want to play well, go. I shan't be playing it then. <laughs> three dimensional go is what Trump's playing. <laughs> He's playing three dimensional go with the media. There is Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? Uh, clearing my throat, we got a couple of celebrity birthdays today. American rapper, record producer, and entrepreneur Jay Z turns 49 today. Oh, I didn't realize he was that old. He's been around a long time, though, yeah. so it makes sense. Yeah, his net worth amounts to $810 million. According to Forbes, he is just $10 million short of Diddy's total worth. But when you combine his uh, net worth with Beyonce, his wife's net worth... How much is Beyonce's Z worth? One and a quarter billion dollars. Wow. Wait, that's their combined? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah. she's not worth that. No. How uh, how old's Beyonce if he's forty nine? Just curious. I in don't have an age 30s, for Beyonce. I yeah, Is she? yeah. Gotcha. But anyway, one and a quarter uh, billion dollars. Uh, her net worth comes in at about three hundred and fifty five million, four hundred million, somewhere mm-hmm. around there. They're she's thirty seven. Right. Yeah. Okay. And our other celebrity birthday, the always popular, ever ever so talented Jeff Bridges, the actor and uh, singer and producer, Big Lebowski, and so many other hits. Jeff is uh, turning 69 today. His net worth, $70 million. Wow, good for Jeff. The the dude abides in comfort, apparently. Indeed, indeed. (laughs) I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Tuesday, December 4th, the year 2018. We're setting you straight in 21-8. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, then. I guess we begin, according to FCC rules and regulations, officially now at Mark. This president that we have now is trying to unravel everything that he did and Obama did. And if I ever become a one-issue voter, it will be about pollution and the greenhouse effect and, and the we fact focus that on the president yeah. please i, I, just, I don't want to talk about trump well, I do for a moment so of, excuse, we're honoring a great uh, president me a second, please i, I want to talk about but the we're different, honoring but i'm not interested in your one issue i don't care what, what you're interested in i'm talking i don't care you what you're what? interested in we'll either, be right back boy. okay fine you know you know what's surprising to me? It's not surprising to me that they get into those conversations on The View. What's surprising to me that anybody still pays any attention to The View. That's what's surprising to me. Yeah. Does anybody watch that? Does it, have any, does it have any role in the world? The View? It, it, remember, it is. it lives in the same cul-de-sac. It swims in the same waters as Judge Judy. It is a show for God, if it turns stay-at-home out- moms. Housewives, uh, the elderly, etc., in their homes in the middle of the day. If those people are making uh, double-digit millions a year, I'm going to, uh, I don't know. I need to I need to join a religion or something to be able to deal with that. Uh, what are other headlines, Marshall? Well, honoring 41 as plans for tomorrow's state funeral come together. President Trump launches a new Twitter storm calling out his former lawyer and the Mueller investigation once again. And we made it. NASA lands on an asteroid. We have the details coming up. 
cool. Yeah, I want to hear about that. How's mailbag look? Oh, it's very good. We have people uh, asking for things, favors in exchange for donating to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Very controversial. I think we should do an update right when we come back. Figure where we are for the day. Yes. Maybe we can come up with a daily goal. You don't know where you're going until you know where you're going. Every journey begins with a step or something. Something something along those lines. There's several. It's a chance to actually do something good. Donating to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We've got a great guest next hour to explain what Warrior Foundation Freedom Station is all about, but we're going to try to raise $300,000 by Friday. And uh, so let's figure out where we are. First time this morning, let's do a little tally here, a little uh, little total. Drum roll. Nice job, Glass. Nice even roll. Not easy to do. Yes, Sean. $55,329. That's pretty good. Solid start. Solid start. We're trying to help our wounded Warriors, when they need it the most, those who have experienced terrible physical uh, injuries, PTSD, when they're trying to transition back into civilian life, they're still in the military often, get used to their prosthetics, man. And this organization uses more than 94 cents on every dollar directly for the dudes. Everybody's a volunteer. Nobody's making any money off this. Very, very Ever. impressive. Yeah. Now, um, that's a good number, 55. But if you're going to raise 300000 in five days, you need to make 60 a day. And we're behind people. So you need to put on your helmet, grab a paintbrush, put on your glove, get on your horse, and get in the game. As a sales manager once actually said to us. Yeah, sort of it, horse riding painter in this That was our question. Yeah, how, what, what are the rules of this game? I don't. It's funny, because I, I don't think even that day we, we remembered what he was trying to motivate us to do. But he said, grab a paintbrush, put on your helmet, get on your horse, and get in the game. So it's a game. It unfolded it's a little a, more slowly than that, but yeah, it was it's early. A, it's a competition in which we're... Carrying paintbrushes and wearing helmets on horseback. Well, we're painting something on horseback, apparently, and <laughs> have some sort of glove to catch eyes. God knows what. The other players' paintbrushes? I don't know. <laughs> Mailbag. It's one of my favorite motivational speeches. <laughs> Hilarious. Here's your quote of the day from Ian in Tijuana, who mentions that he's been busy with multi-hour border waits as he and his lady friend and her five kids try to go back and forth because they live in Tijuana and I think do work in the United States. But uh, the expat community living in Tijuana is getting bigger and bigger uh, because you can live really, oh yeah, really cheaply in TJ and they have like armored apartment complexes. So it's reasonably safe. Oh, yeah. We got a we got a friend here at work whose whole life plan is to end up retiring at Rosarita Beach, which is a heck of a nice place to be. And uh, you can do it very cheaply. Um, I had something. That, oh, I heard the top of the hour news. So some organization is uh, is is putting numbers on all the people to try to get some idea how many they are and keep track of people. What people? The the migrant camp. Oh, OK. So yeah. putting putting numbers on uh, people. And yeah. of course, what do you expect to hear? After you hear that, mm. 
Just like Hitler. Just like they did. Sounds like the Holocaust. Just like they did in Nazi Germany. Yeah, with a couple of differences. Yeah, with a couple of differences. Boy, people are stupid. They (laughs) say stupid stuff, aren't they? People are stupid. Boy, a lot of stupid stuff gets said these days. Is that not the best descriptor of our time? People who have stupid stuff to say get heard in a way that has never been true in human history before. Think about that. It's unique to human history. You got some sort of half-wit. Farms half an acre of mud out in the, 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 the sticks of France. Nobody listened to a word he said. The people who knew him didn't listen to him. But now he gets on the uh, the Internet and, 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 and he shoves it down your throat. He's got a blog with 80,000 readers. Right. If you accidentally <laughs> see it, you're subjected to his rantings. Numbering people to send them to concentration camps and kill them is obviously a terrible thing in one thing. Numbering people to try to figure out just how many people do we have here and how do we keep track of them right. could be a perfectly useful thing. Ah, yes. <laughs> what? <sighs> Here's your quote <laughs> of the day from Ian and Tijuana. I'm not a fan of Hitler. It's actually from Robert uh, Robert Orban, who was, uh, as you know, the uh, the inventor of the, uh, the, the spork. He says, if you think education is expensive, try ignorance. Oof! <laughs> Oof, indeed. Oh, my. Here's a nice note from Millennial Matt, who occasionally uh, refers to himself as Estonian Matt. I remember quite a few correspondents from Estonian Matt. I know last year it was asked if a donation would get someone's number removed from the block list for texting. I got a little pumped up about the Trump and Russia stuff, and I got blocked. It was deserved. (laughs) Wow. Your Honor, there's contrition. Yeah. Jack uh, takes care of that. I'd love to be able to communicate through texting in a much more calm manner moving forward. Okay, hand me his number, and I will uh, unblock it. Well, he failed to send it. Oh, okay, well, that makes it harder. (laughs) Can a $25 donation to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station clear my number? Well, You know what we need to do with all the textures? We need to print a number on their forearm so I can keep track of them. Just like Hitler. Right, exactly. (laughs) Obama! We need to put a number on each of their phones so we can identify them. Just like Hitler. Okay, well, send your number, sir, and I will. Yeah, send your number, uh, Estonian Matt. Uh, I will tell you this, though. I have no idea of your financial means. I mean, if you're making six figures, Estonian Matt, no, $25 isn't enough. It's got to be 50 All right? One? If, if you're not a man of means at this point in your life, that's fine. Whatever you can afford. One comment rarely gets you blocked. I would be interested in what it was. Usually, I only block people if if I see a series of, I'm never going to use these, they don't know any good, and they just clog it. And it just makes it more difficult for me to get to the good stuff. Right. Too just, many and just angry and hateful yeah, and spiteful. Yeah. Yeah. That just don't do it. Uh, some of you people on the email, I just delete you. I don't even look. I don't even see your subject. Although if it crosses the line into uh, threatening in any way, we do keep it and it gets turned over to law enforcement. So yeah, that's what we mind. do with those. Uh, let's see. Speaking of Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, what's up, Jose, Jack, and the gang? That's Jason from Michigan. Fabulous. We already have a national show. I want to encourage everyone listening to you guys to donate eight hours of their pay to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. I think it's a bare minimum. Boy, that's a day's pay. That's uh, okay. Well, that's an ask. I don't think eight hours of your blood, sweat, and tears would be too much to honor the people that give so much. My donation is in honor of the Kylitz family at Rammstein Air Force Base in Germany. Amanda, Kyle, and their three little boys. We get to see them one time a year. It's for a few weeks. We make the most of it. People forget the whole family serves when one person serves. That's a beautiful note, Jason. Thanks, brother. I don't know what the theme is going to be Wednesday at uh, HW's memorial service, but if they really focus on service, that would be uh, that'd be a good one. I'll bet there's a lot of talk about it. Right. 
including being in it for each other, including all these volunteers at uh, Warrior Foundation Freedom Station who, who make that thing run. Well, that's a nice moment. Let's depart from it immediately and head in the other direction. <laughs> hey, you two fat slobs. Yes, that die answer to that. At your best, you are maybe the best. Yes, the best at discussing issues objectively. A rarity on radio. Well, thank you. That's this from David in Oakland. But there is so much garbage I have to go through. Well, let's see. Then he goes on. Idiotic laughing, horrid insensitivity. Idiotic laughing. And horrid insensitivity. Today, you're f- that describes much of my life. This is from a couple of days ago when you were talking about your pie ingestion. Yeah. Today, your fat man celebration. Will you still be laughing if one or both of you end up on dialysis? Are you happy encouraging others to stay the whale nation course? I found the whole thing nauseating and tuned out. Whale nation. I found those cookies nauseating. I ate two of yesterday too. Oof. I was still talking about those last night with my wife. There were just too many M and M's in there. <laughs> and then, then he says, why this rant? See paragraph two, which discussed how we have the single best show in existence for looking at issues objectively. So this is, you know how when you're a supervisor and, and you've got to criticize somebody, you're supposed to lead with, you know, something good, something complimentary. Let them know they're valued. You appreciate them, blah, blah, blah. That's, That's a nice it. tie. Listen. You're a drain on society. <laughs> <laughs> and then you try to maybe correct something. Well, David has gone with the, I cannot picture this company functioning without you. You are truly indispensable. You are a hero to me. And I hate you. I spend every moment thinking about murdering you. So anyway, <laughs> wow. Wow, talk about that's a heap load of yang and a kick in the yang. Mm. You're a drain on society is one of my favorites because I got a friend who, um, her sister actually said that to her. I think in my presence now, so long ago, I can't remember if I heard it or actually saw it, but you're a drain on society. And and was she a DOS in your Uh, opinion? Yes, she was actually. But very nice person. (laughs) And no longer a drain on society. Nice. Yeah. Some of us temporarily drain society. <laughs> yeah. It happens. As long as we're in the net pl- even or plus at the end of our lives, everything's okay, right? I would suggest you try to get there as soon as possible. Well, sure. But, um, yeah. <laughs> and then, oh, I really wanted to get this note from Cindy. How much time do we have, Michael? 30 seconds? Uh, appreciate your sentiments on the Christmas party scenario where someone, let's call them Sean, for example, huh? grabs a, a, a woman's buttocks. And a life is ruined. Right. Come on. It seems like that behavior is what women, it makes women appear weaker. Please buck up, ladies. You're tougher than that. Not to condone it, but. Uh, so, and on that note, I will also be getting to the baby it's cold outside controversy. Gotcha. And how stupid that is. Okay. You're wrong. All coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Wait a minute, this is exciting. I'm sorry, I don't know what we were about to do, but I just got a message from my doctor's office. Okay. I have test results in, including whether I have the clap. <laughs> I had an eye thing the other day, and just to be, you know, really thorough, because evidently yeah, one no of the... Kidding. And I've had this kind of, sort of, twice. It's not a big deal, but... The clap? No, <laughs> no this eye thing. And both times the doctor said, we really need to uh, eliminate gonorrhea. I'm like, really? If you knew me, you'd know how hilarious that is. And they said, yeah, I know, but But please. they won't take your word for it? Look, no. There's no way I have gonorrhea. I can guarantee you. 
There's no Please way I'm gonorrhea. Uh, right. Uh, but I, I get it. They, they're, a doctor is, if they're a good one, they're a scientist. And they want to eliminate a possibility. And me saying, I promise you, doc. Because they don't know if my wife's a skank. Hmm. That's funny. I don't ever think of that angle. I mean, I still feel like I can guarantee you, but I don't, you know, you can't. You know, it's a difficult subject to even go into, but I can only control my own side of the equation. I know right. I haven't done anything that would give me gonorrhea. Right. Uh, uh, let's see. And uh, I'm well, the, also certain that neither has the other side, but the color is straw. The color of my urine, straw. Congratulations. Uh, did they use a paint chip? Is that oh, a good that's thing? That's very nice. Please clap. It's, co- it's more cottage white. <laughs> they meant like those crazy bendy straws, like with the like the, the neon pink colored ones that you get in kids' drinks. So for the color of your urine at the doctor's office, yeah. they go with like paint chip colors? It's yeah. Tuscan Sunrise. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you don't want it to be Tuscan Sunset. <laughs> Boy, my pH level's a little high. That that means I'm uh, I'm what? I'm uh, acidic or base? Or, orange urine in the morning. Sailors take warning. <laughs> Something like that. Let me see your urine. I'm painting my bedroom. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, everything looks to be in order. And good, good. Congratulations on your test results. No clap. Uh, higher pH means that your blood is a more basic. You You're basic. so basic. Ha! You're basic. Me and my base arguments. Uh, let's get to the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, I don't know. We almost need transition music for it to go from that into my first story Man, here. we'll be all right. My apologies. All right. Yeah. all right. We got former President George H.W. Bush's body lying in state in the Capitol Rotunda. Public viewing continues till tomorrow morning. That's when the official funeral will take place. I have no problem with this. You know, he can do whatever he wants. The country can do what it wants. But Joe brought up the question yesterday. The guy's from Houston. He wants to be buried in Houston. Yeah. He died in Houston. Um, why not just keep it there? And I thought, I don't know, maybe you have to do this or whatever. No, you get to choose. The family gets to choose. Right. And most presidents do do this. But Harry Truman said, no, I'm staying in Independence, Missouri. And people came there. Yeah. Right. And uh, Nixon was the first person in line to, to, to do the little viewing of the casket thing, who was president at the time. And they did it all there, which makes more sense to me. But, you know, the family can do what it wants. Yeah, th- there is something grand and glorious and, and very shiny and impressive about the Capitol at night and everything. And, and the rotunda, I've, you know, if you've ever been there, it's an amazing place. And it's a it's a beautiful, beautiful honor. On the other hand, uh, you know, I think about Harry Truman there in Missouri, reminding people that he is a Missourian, that this is where he comes from. These are his values. These are the people of the United States. And it makes it less about Washington. Right. I I like that. I like that idea. Tomorrow's services are going to be held at the National Cathedral. Every living ex-U.S. president will be there. And word has just come down this morning that Prince Charles will be on hand to represent Queen Elizabeth. Hello! And his, and his mom and... What's old this son? Bush have in common being World War II vets, obviously. Right, right. Um, uh, so Trump is going to be there, will not speak, it was announced yesterday. Correct. It has been common, at least in recent memory, for presidents to speak. It hasn't always been that way, though, so sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Recently, they always have. Trump's not going to in this case, which I think is a great decision on both sides. Too controversial. Be there, honor him. And haven't we heard that the Bush family is going to go out of their way to not uh, have any Trump comparisons or commentary or anything? Right, right. Good. Can you imagine? It reminds me, actually, of, uh, you know, there's a funeral for a young man who was shot by the police who was controversial, and various activists decided the funeral was their chance to get over, to get a name, to get some pub, and they took over the funeral. 
And uh, can you imagine the, the Bush family, their pain and anger? If somebody decided to do some grandstanding and get on cable news, they're at the funeral. Well, McCain's daughter made some comments, obviously directed at Trump, and that is the only thing that got right. any coverage. I understand how she felt that oh, way. Oh, at McCain's funeral? John McCain's funeral? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I understand how she felt that way and wanted to stand up for her dad. But you end up taken away from any of the great stuff said about your father dying because it doesn't get any coverage. So if you really want your father's legacy to be talked about and honored, you should keep your mouth shut about Trump or it will just dominate the day. Yep. Meanwhile, for uh, the rest of us, no mail tomorrow and the stock markets are going to be closed. All part of the National Day of Mourning. It will be a federal holiday. In other news, we're going to switch. I guess I'll reread my old catalogs. There are plenty of them. (laughs) We're going to switch gears and check into outer space. That NASA spacecraft got to the asteroid Bennu on Monday, 76 million miles away, after a two-year journey on a mission to gather asteroid samples for return to Earth. The uh, OSIRIS-REx spacecraft got within 12 miles of the asteroid, it is 1,600 feet across the asteroid, and it will get closer and closer and go into orbit around it by December 31st. It will then stay with the asteroid for a year before vacuumed up samples of the surface in a container leave for an arrival back here on Earth in 2023. That's just astonishing it that, is. that we humankind can do that at this point. It's, it, it boggles the mind if you think about uh, just the complexity of the science and the programming and the rest of it. It's, right. it's awe-inspiring. It's, it's hard to imagine that there are millions of people ooching around in caves slaughtering each other because they have a slightly different interpretation of their religion. Now, I wasn't paying attention. I don't know if you covered this or not. Um, uh, so are, are, is it part of the reason we're doing this in case an er- asteroid's ever headed toward Earth so we can blow it up? No, that might be part of it. Oh, it is. That, 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 is, that is a concern. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure that's a big part of it. Well, I what, haven't heard What that. do you think the reason is behind it? Now, we Science! Got, we got a text yesterday, and I yeah. think this is a big part of it. It is. Uh, it really helps us a lot with our missile technology or our technology and ability to shoot down a missile, an incoming missile, from right. North Korea or Russia or whatever, to be able to hit a bullet with a bullet, as they say. Mm-hmm. Here we are, uh, you know, intersecting with a, 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 an asteroid going super-duper fast. Oh, so the, the, the program in general... Uh, I thought you meant in terms of the gathering of the science. Uh, That's an interesting thought. It couldn't hurt, I suppose. How far are we away from being able to send a a slightly bigger craft up, lassoing the thing, in effect, right, and, and dragging it back toward Earth? Where it would then, as it gets closer and closer, be intercepted with a super powerful craft that could slow its descent enough that, you know, when it impacted, we'd decide where it was going to impact. You know, maybe the middle of Mongolia or something like that, somewhere without a lot of people. <laughs> wow! And, and 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 but you're would, clearly stoned right it now. Would, <laughs> it would not be like a, a, a million megaton bomb impact. It would be a thud, uh-huh. a, 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 perhaps even a kaboom. Then we'd have an entire asteroid. Dude, put on some Pink Floyd and just chill over there in the corner. <laughs> All right, that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. So I imagine we're going to have more stories like this in the coming years. I think it's the first time this has happened where police had to intercept a car that was, you know, an auto-driving car, self-driving car. And the the guy was in it and they wanted to pull him over and how they go about that. That that happened yesterday. Hey, hey, the song started, man. (laughs) 
So what if we lasso the asteroid and bring it to Earth? <laughs> and, like, we'll have the whole thing to study and learn from, and maybe there's aliens? Well, m- military uses drove the space program going to the moon. It was our battle with the communists. Yep. I, I'm thinking this asteroid thing has some applications also. A little bit later on in the show, we will get to the giant, practically ignored, vote harvesting story. Oh, what an interesting story if you haven't heard this. Wow, how Holy is this not cow. getting more attention nationally, oh, if yeah. not at least in California? There ought to be a heated nationwide discussion of this. Also, more on Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, which is doing miraculous work for our fighting men and women just when they need it most. It is perhaps the most worthy of such charities you could possibly donate to. You can donate at armstrongandgetty.com. When's the Mueller report coming out? A couple of guesses from some uh, people that might be good at guessing. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the the nation. popular album at my house. My kids really like it. Chris I really Stapleton. need to, uh, I need to groove more Chris Stapleton. Clearly. He's pretty awesome. Um, so, uh, Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, give uh, at armstrongandgetty.com. What is it? We'll explain that coming up next hour, if you don't know already. Well, it's a way to help our service people when they need it the most. There you go. Give 20, give 200. Whatever you can afford. $200 or K? Either one would be fine. 200K would be nice. That'd be yeah. very helpful. Because our goal is 300K this week. I'm sure we have a tech billionaire listening. Oh, what, are you going to take it with you? Are you going to, like, tip God when you get there? No. Give it to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. So, speaking of tech, this happened yesterday. This was inevitable, I guess. You got a Tesla Model 3 that apparently has the automated car technology in it. Mm. And there was a, the, the driver was asleep at the wheel. Oh, boy. Somebody called in and said, hey, a car just passed me. The driver <laughs> appears to be sound asleep. Um, How did it pass you would be my first question. Well, it's... it's Are got... you in a ditch? I mean, because you wouldn't expect that. Right? All right, yeah. But th- before I get to the ensuing uh, police chase, um, uh, I got into this conversation with some people the other day. If If... If automated cars require me to pay attention and have my hands on the wheel, then what's the damn point? If I can't either be drunk, be asleep, or work on my laptop, I don't I don't see the advantage of the damn thing. You don't drive like a jerk. You don't clog up the left lane. It's all collective good. That ain't enough for me. I want, I, I want to be able to just completely check out and it takes me around. I believe that is the, the end point that they're aiming for. Mm-hmm. The technology's just not there yet. Uh, clearly. So anyway, this dude was asleep at the wheel, may or may not have been drunk. That's the uh, that's what the story is, but they haven't confirmed that. Or whatever. Uh, they observed a car going 70 miles per hour on Highway 101 in California with a driver that appeared to be asleep after flashing their lights and sirens in an attempt to pull the car over. Uh, and that didn't wake the dude up. Wow. The officers deployed a strategy based around their assumption that the Tesla was running on autopilot 
two-unit car. Well, if he's asleep and it hasn't plunged into the Pacific, there's a good chance it's on autopilot. Well, if you're a, a sound asleep in your car, you're not going to go more than like a half a mile before crashing, right? I mean, <laughs> you're not going to go very far. I'm sorry, did you say one or 101? 101. 101, okay. Um, uh, so if it had the driver assist feature on, which it apparently did, it's got traffic-aware cruise control, it will slow down if a car's in front of it. And the right. highway patrol knows this, so they got two cars to pull up in front of it and, and slow down, and eventually the car just slowed down, and they slowed it down and got it over to the side of the road, huh. which is kind of interesting. Yeah, they, they, they uh, kind of... Wrangled it like cowboys. They, they gamed the system. They they knew what the AI was programmed to do, and they exploited that. That's a lot of words. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tesla warns that autopilot is only meant to be used in highways and still requires the driver to remain fully alert while driving. Well, that takes the fun out of it. But uh, cases like these... Show I haven't the- been fully alert since I was 28. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I'll tell you what. If, if the idea is the car's on cruise control... Because uh, everybody will drive, you know, at the same speed. We won't have clogs and problems and stuff like that. Sure. But you have to pay attention. That's that's tough. I mean, I can make myself pay attention on the way home when my life is at stake, and I have to be paying attention, obviously. Mm-hmm. But if I don't have to be a pay attention, oh, I just yeah. should pay attention. Right. That's going to be really difficult when you're tired, you know, or you're getting text or whatever. So one in a thousand chance you'll have to take the wheel at some point in the next 45 minutes. So be sharp. Right. Take him a nap. Where's this all going? I don't know. So this to, this, a, to a world of beautiful conformity. I don't know if this guy, it'll be interesting to see what the story is. I don't know if he got hammered and thought, I'll pretend to be driving. The car will get me home. I'll be fine. And then fell asleep or, or what happened? I wonder. Or he's just a sound sleeper. Like, how far did he go? Did he, like, rubber band his hands to the wheel? <laughs> I wonder if he was dreaming of police chases. You know, he heard the, the yeah. sirens and everything and having weird dreams. He was wearing those glasses that have the open eyes in the front. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wonder, I kind of would like to have done this experiment. If they'd have left it alone, would it have taken him all the way home safely and uh, stopped in the driveway? <laughs> Honked the horn, woke him up. I'm here. Got, got the out. auto park going. Yeah, he can walk in and have a greasy burger. Wow does does the Navi? It doesn't actually make turns for you in the current generation of cars, does it? I mean, like a Tesla three. I don't know because that's more than adaptive cruise control. I feel like the some of the videos I've seen of autopilot make turns. Yeah, right, I think so right. too. I mean, it can but do. Does full the on, Tesla three have that? that I, don't, I, don't I don't know. know. It can do yeah. full on, you know, parking. Parallel parking, which is a, I'm a, I'm actually good at. I'd like to see if the computer's better than me. Boy, I did one the other day. It was magnificent. Oh, really? In my giant truck. Yeah, oh. It's just like two inches on each end of them to fit in there. And Congratulations. I, one try. Oh, it's just, <laughs> I really wished somebody had a video camera for that. It's really something to be hey, proud of. You know, you've mastered that manly art, but you've admitted you can't really barbecue. So you'll well, never I don't try. You'll I never try rise up above, you know, the middle of the pack, I'm afraid. I just don't like the process. Manliness wise. <laughs> But you love meat. I do. I don't get it. Um, do we have time for the Kid Rock thing? Oh, geez. I forgot. I knew yeah, there was something else. How much time yeah. we got? Oh, we got, we got a minute and a half. Okay, perfect. Uh, Kid Rock was um, uh, one of the announcers for the Nashville parade the other day. Here's how it went. Well, he's on the division in the country right now that it's so hard for people just to get past that we can disagree and still be cordial with one another. Um, you know, and just talk about things without going for each other's throats and protesting everything and 
God forbid you say something a little bit wrong, you're racist, homophobic, Islamophobic, this, that, and the other. People need to calm down, get a little less politically correct. And I would say, you know, love everybody except, I'd say, screw that Joey Behar bitch. Everybody. No, 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 no. You cannot say that. I mean lady. We apologize for that. I mean lady. Um, listen, she's just got a different point of view than you do. Exactly. You know, hey, maybe we'll go on and I'll hash it out with her and we'll talk about it. But anyway, exactly, aside from joking, which I was, is just... That's right. In the midst of a screed about how we all need to come together, he unleashed the B-bomb on Joy Behar and they were... And they uh, that was on Fox News and they kicked him out as one of the participants in the Nashville Christmas Parade. Because, because when that. Kid Rock was at the White House last year, Joy Behar called that one of the dark days in our nation's history. And uh, he responded to that. Uh, she said some things about him. Then he said, you mess with the bull, you get the horns. Yeah. Which is a hilarious yeah. Kid Rock style response. <laughs> <laughs> what is the uh, dirt, the uh, Mueller report going to be like? And have you heard of this voting thing in California? What do they call it? Vote harvest. Oh, coming up. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.